7.45 on a Saturday means it's time for a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hello, Denny. Comfortable morning this morning. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yes, I'll, indeed. I'll take it. We, uh, seem to, we seem to have lost these uh, spring and also fall. We go right from no, it's summer true. to winter. That's <laughs> true. The door slams <laughs> yes, really rather indeed. quickly. And what are we going to be talking about today? Well, uh, today, as I promised, we're going to talk about... Halloween drinks and things like that. You know, Halloween is really caught on as a holiday. Uh, and it is not just for kids, it's for adults as well. So I thought we'd talk about some punches and some Halloween drinks and things along those lines that people might find very interesting. But before we do that, I've had so many calls about wine and chocolate. And they had, most of them said, well, what's one wine that you can have with chocolate and make sure it'll go well together, and that's simple. There's a wine called Second Growth Cabernet Sauvignon. It's from Oregon, and it is absolutely delicious. It's about $14 a bottle, and if you have that Second Growth Cab with a a little bit of chocolate, you're going to see exactly what I mean. The marriage was made in heaven, and the combination is great. So the wine that I picked for the best one to go with chocolate is something called Second Growth Cabernet. Anyhow, let's talk about some punches. How about a, a straightforward Halloween punch? When you're making punch, you know, you, you really want a neutral spirit. Uh, so vodka and rum are really sort of the two best bases, the alcohol bases for uh, punches and for uh, punch bowl recipes and things like that. And the Halloween punch that I like is vodka, orange liqueur, bitters, and then you use a cup of blood orange juice and then two cups of cherry soda. And you mix that with 10 ounces of vodka and 5 ounces orange liqueur and a little dash of bitters to sharpen it up. And you know what you can do with this for your punch cups? I rim them in a little grenadine and then turn them around in some sugar that's thread on a, a little saucer dish. Kind of like you would a margarita where you get that salty rim, only you get a sweet rim, and with that little bit of grenadine in there with the sugar base, it makes for a wonderful sweet taste. And then the Halloween punch, as I said, it's vodka, orange liqueur like Curacao or, or Cointreau or something like that, uh, and blood red orange juice. It's a very pretty color. And then you add the black cherry soda, uh, it is just a delicious one. Uh, another one that I think is kind of fun, and I got this from Martha Stewart many years ago, and it was called a Bleeding Heart Martini. And what it was is just a regular martini, but then she put in there on a toothpick instead of an olive or an onion, she put in a baby red beet, pickled red beet. Well, that pickled red beet, without adding too much flavor, turned the martini blood red, and having that uh, pickled bean in there was actually kind of good. So it was a very simple dish. Make your regular favorite martini recipe, and instead of putting an olive or an onion in it, try a pickled beet. Uh, it'll color the uh, martini very nicely, and it'll add a little bit of flavor that you will certainly enjoy. Another old-time favorite is the zombie. Zombie was uh, popular in the 30s uh, for a Halloween drink. And what it is is four different kinds of rum, just a half ounce of each, dark rum, golden rum, white rum, and then 151 proof rum that you floated on top. 
and then you mixed it with lime juice, pineapple juice, papaya juice, and a little bit of sugar. And you mix them all together, pour it over cracked ice, and then float the 151 on the top. And you can light that 151 on fire if you want. That really makes a, a dramatic cocktail, the zombie cocktail. Another one in my favorite is vampire punch. And incidentally, if you're worried about taking these recipes down, don't. You can go to the Haskell's website. All the recipes are on the Haskell's website. I'm just going to generally talk about them. As I know you're in the car or uh, you don't have a pen in your hand to write these things down, some of the ideas like the uh, uh, Martha Stewart's martini with the pickled beet in, that's easy. But anyhow, you mix these uh, four rums, float the 151 on the top, and a zombie never goes out of style. As I said, they were popular in the 30s. It's just as popular today. Then vampire punch. You take sugar, some Campari here, and gin, fresh squeezed orange juice, club soda, pomegranate seeds, and an orange very thinly sliced. And boy, I'll tell you, is that a wonderful punch. The vampire punch, and your friends will just absolutely love it. And uh, you will find it, that you like it, too, because it's so simple. As I said, uh, that Campari mix with the gin adds a flavor sort of like a Negroni or a Campari aperitif, etc. So it, it isn't a real sweet uh, punch, but it is indeed a delish, delicious and very refreshing punch. Another one of my favorites, I had this last year. A friend was having a party and served margaritas. But you know what he put in the margaritas? Gummy worms cause of, for the Halloween. And it was an instant hit. They put those gummy worms come in all different colors. You could even put a couple of them in. Uh, and what a delicious thing it was. A margarita, imagine that, with gummy worms in. doesn't sound like it would be so wonderful, but quite frankly, it was delicious. Another one is pumpkin. Uh, you know, pumpkin is a unique flavor and you either love it or you don't like it you love pumpkin pie or you don't like pumpkin pie well you, you can make a pumpkin martini you what you use is the pumpkin puree that you buy in the store a can of pumpkin puree but you use just a teaspoon or so of that and you mix it with a little maple syrup and maybe some vanilla extract and then you create this concoction this pumpkin concoction and you can add that to some vodka and again you have uh, a wonderful, delicious drink. You can, the uh, carrier in that can be something like cream or half and half, a couple ounces of that with the pumpkin puree, and then a little bit of vodka. And, boy, I'll tell you, that is a smashing drink. Uh, the smashed pumpkins would probably like that. And then there's dark and stormy punch, which I just love. Uh, the, what I love about this is the presentation. You take lychee nuts and put inside the lychee nut a cherry, a maraschino cherry. And it, it is eerily like a person's eyeball. And that dark and stormy scares you because you look at the lychee nut and the little red maraschino cherry that's stuffed inside the lychee nut. You think, my God, what on earth is that? But it is kind of fun. And uh, it's a wonderful punch. Again, it's a, based on ginger beer and dark rum and a little lime juice, etc. And then with those lychee nuts floating inside that have been stuffed with maraschino cherries, you're going to find that that's eerily delicious, let me tell you. 
You know, other things that are kind of fun to have are like sangria. Only, of course, as I said, you can garnish them with all kinds of Halloween uh, stuff instead of your regular sangria. You use maybe put those gummy worms in or something like that into the sangria. It's terrific. Mulled wine is another favorite. But all of these punches, be sure and tell your guests how much alcohol you put in them. Uh, because, you know, there's nothing in the world, in my opinion, worse uh, than uh, having uh, drinks kind of sneak up on you. And sweet drinks do that. Punches do that. They really and truly, because of the sugar in there, they really mask how much alcohol is in there. So never be embarrassed to ask your host or hostess, or as the host and hostess, never be embarrassed to tell your guests, say, this is a pretty hefty uh, and strong drink. I wouldn't have too many of them because they're simply delicious, and they go down so easily, so you have to be careful. One thing I caution everybody about is buying these catchy wine names, Frankenstein, Spooky Hollow, Ghostly White, Dracula's Blood, the list goes on and on. Most of those wines aren't very good to begin with, and they put this gimmicky label on to sell them, and they're fine if you want to... Uh, give a bottle to somebody as kind of a Halloween joke, but please don't expect the wine to be outstanding or wonderful or something you'll want to go back and drink again and again, because for the most part, those catchy uh, wines are really just that, catchy, uh, gimmicky type of wines. And uh, you really can enjoy the Halloween holiday without overdoing, in my opinion. There's so many wonderful uh, drinks you can make. Ghoulish ginger ale, which is gin and ginger ale with a little grenadine syrup. It makes a wonderful drink. And uh, as I was saying about that pumpkin uh, martini, well, you can make a pumpkin margarita just the same way. You put a little bit of that pumpkin spice powder into your regular uh, margarita, and it'll give you a pumpkin-flavored margarita, which isn't all bad. I mean, you can overdo the pumpkin part, I think. But uh, nonetheless, when we have these wonderful things and we're going to enjoy Halloween, and as I said earlier, you know, Halloween is the second largest holiday in Europe after Christmas. And Christmas holidays, New Year's, of course, too. But uh, where people actually buy things, and I've noticed in over the years of traveling to Europe, all over Western Europe now you see Halloween decorations. This is a relatively new phenomenon in the last 10 or 12 years uh, that's really caught on. And, you know, it's fun to see here uh, all the places decorated with spider webbing and ghosts hanging in the trees and things like that. It makes Halloween a wonderfully festive time. And as I said, these festivities can be accentuated very, very nicely by some of these punches that I've mentioned. And as I said, if you didn't get a chance to write them down, that's fine. You can go right to the Haskell's website, and you'll find every one of these recipes that I've mentioned. And you can take your time and just jot them down. And I guarantee you they're going to add an awful lot to your Halloween festivities. But again, be careful, because when you have these sweet mass drinks, the alcohol can sneak up on you. So just be forewarned that uh, while these drinks are cute, delicious, sweet, and very enjoyable, moderation is the way to go. Very good. That sounds like some fun ideas. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to stop by the Ridgedale Haskells and pick up uh, some of that Oregon uh, 
of Cabernet for the, some chocolate. Yes. It, it's a, it, not only is it good with chocolate, it happens to be a, just a delicious, accessible Cabernet that I can't believe is that good for uh, that $14. Price. Wow. It, it's really a, a, a great bargain. Well, what else is going on with the Haskell's well, location? folks at Haskell's absolutely love to marry wine and food. And whether you're going to marry it with pumpkin pie or you're going to have Chateaubriand or you're just going to put some burgers on the grill, the folks at Haskell's will help you pick the right, right wine. And, you know, they're going to help you pick a wine that will make, so it'll be affordable. It's a good, there's a good reason we're called the wine people. We've been doing this for almost 85 years, and I, over that length of time, I think we've gotten fairly good at being able to pair wine and food. And, of course, right now, Haskell's fall sale is in full swing. There's lots of wines to taste in the stores. Saturday's a great day to visit the vineyards of the world at Haskell's. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. There's Haskell's in Bloomington, Chanhassen, Haskell's in Excelsior. You'll find a Haskell's in Faribault right off of 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. It's a fabulous store. Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis with free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's at Ridgedale and Minnetonka, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com or go to WCCO.com slash wine. It'll take you directly to the Haskell's website where, again, you can pick all of these recipes that I talked about here this morning to enhance your Halloween enjoyment. Fantastic. Jack, let's talk one week from today. I'm going to look forward to it, Teddy. Jack Farrell from Haskell's. I didn't want to mention Bo sent a a text. Ask Jack if he remembers what it was like in the 1930s. I decided not to mention that to Jack.